You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 36 with CEO of Fit Time Productions, Brian K. Bailey. Hey everybody, this is Ian Floyd from the Love and Sensibility Podcast, and you're tuned into my girl, Iona Garrett, on the Success Stalkers Radio Show. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and I am simply thrilled and excited to introduce my guest today, Mr. Brian K. Bailey. So Brian, are you ready to stalk success today? Iona, I am definitely ready to stalk success. All right, good deal. Well, Maryland native Brian K. Bailey is a fitpreneur, wellness empowerment coach, and the president and CEO of Fit Time Productions. With over 14 years experience in training and coaching others to succeed, he has inspired many people to achieve their optimum fitness level. Brian is also the author of The Mental Hurdle of Fitness Success System and the creator of Chairizing, Get Fit While You Sit. He's a certified personal trainer and fitness specialist through the Cooper Institute. He is a former military bodybuilding champion and a Virginia Masters track and field champion. Brian is also a fitness contributor for eHow, and he has been featured in several wellness magazines. Brian has 25 years of service to his country as a retired member of the United States Air Force and Air National Guard. So, Brian, I've given our listeners just a little overview about you, but I want you to take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you first. Then give us an overview of your business. Well, I want to start off by uh, thanking you for that wonderful introduction. Um, and And I also want to slowly show your listeners how Fit Time Productions was created. You know, and one of the things that I like to let people know is that I am one of those out of the box thinkers. So as we start around 1999 or 2000, this is when I became interested in in fitness training. And it was it was actually more or less placed into my lap by my Air Force first sergeant. See, at the time, she was looking for a fitness program to assist us in um, improving our fitness scores and overall wellness. And since she knew I was a a workout buff and, and I was really into taking care of my health, I was asked to take the lead role in this mission. Okay. And uh, this is something that's that's really interesting. Now, we uh, had a 12-week fitness program that we looked at. We stormed over what we can do. So we recrafted this workout to meet the needs of our Air Force, Air National Guard, and DOD civilians. And this program was called the Fitness Initiative Team, FIT for short. Now, I didn't realize I only had the time, but I was finding at that moment my passion, or as someone would say, discovering my purpose. 
Now, this program lasted for 12 weeks with breakout sessions every four weeks in order to readjust fire or address concerns. Now, each week, more and more amazing results were being discovered. I mean, I noticed everything from blood pressure numbers improving, better sleep patterns, improving self-esteem, cholesterol improvements, and of course, body fat and weight reduction. You know, I was becoming what my first sergeant called an agent of change. After now, after 12 weeks of success, it became from my military leadership that I was that guy. <laughs> they started calling me <laughs> names like B-Fit, which I still call myself today, and also Mr. Fitness. So over the next few years, <laughs> I would help everyone from Airman First Class to GS-level civilians to even Air Force generals improve their level of fitness. And when the Air Force stood up its physical training leader program, I was requested to be one of the first certified team members. Now, fast forward to 2005. This is when I began to realize two things. Number one, training and educating about fitness uh, on a one-on-one -on -one basis was really not my thing because I wanted to reach as many people as I could with the most effective methods. Now, how was I to do that, Iona? The way that I created or crafted that was by starting my own fitness production company. So in 2005, Fit Time Production was born. Now, while my company is still a work in progress, it has helped many people with our CDs, our books, and our DVDs. Now, even though we formed nine years ago, I still feel that we are just getting started. I love that. That's awesome, Brian. Well, we're going to dive deeper into your journey and, okay. and, and talk more about that in just a few minutes. But before we do, we always like to start off Success Stalkers Radio with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away, Brian. Great. Now, this is something that's near and dear to my heart, but it's kind of personal. But I want to share how I approach life with this success quote. Although I didn't realize it at the time, Iona, it, this quote, which states, if it's to be, is up to me, is my mantra for life. Now, in order for you to understand where I am now I, and how I came up with this quote being so important, I want to go over a little bit on how this really helped me craft who I am today. Can I do that? Okay. Yeah. So please do. Okay. So this gets kind of personal. And, and if I get choked up a little bit, that's because, you know, I really want to share this with you, but I want you to feel the impact. So, 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 that's great. so picture this, you know, I'm nine months, little baby, crying baby, nine months. Mm -hmm. I lost my beautiful mother, Kathleen Elizabeth Bailey at this point in my life to uterine cancer at nine months, right? Now, although I was too young to realize the impact, I started to experience the effect as I grew older. You, you see, my mother has a older sister named Aline Roberts. Now, when my mother died, she made a commitment to raise me as her own. She gave me an excellent home environment with a loving family to the core. Now, Aunt Aline, who I now call mom, raised me as her own. But there was a hiccup along the way. So okay. around 1972, I was classified by Johns Hopkins University as hyperactive. Now, during this time, there were not a lot of studies on how to treat this issue. I still think it's an issue of just being a boy with a lot of activity, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, because you know, I've seen little boys who go nonstop they fall out. That's just what little boys yeah, do. You know, and that <laughs> right. was me. That really was me. You know, and so so somebody along the way made an extra recommendation. They said that why don't you place 
little Brian into a foster home with a lot of kids his age. You know, and so since my aunt didn't have any children under the age of 18 at the time, uh, it made sense to her, I guess. So this is when I realized that I didn't have a choice in the matter. So I better learn to adapt. You know, at that age, I right. knew that if I wanted to get through this, I had to learn how to adapt. So I didn't know if it's to be as up to me, but I knew. You know what I mean? So at yeah. the age of seven, I still remember this as, as vivid as it was back then. There was a man with a plaid shirt, the social worker, plaid shirt, tan pants, scuff brown shoes. He took me um, from that home and we drove away in uh, the Ford Maverick that he had to 2328 Aruna Avenue. You know, this is a social worker that's taken me from my family's home to this new foster wow. home. But, but you know, uh, you know what? I was received by this wonderful woman, the foster mother by the name of Annette Foster. Okay. She was my foster mom. And, you know, the thing that was really funny, and this is called adapting. She looked at me and said, how are you? Uh, my name is Annette. You, you can call me mom or Annette, however you want to do it. Uh, do you want some chicken? <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, and so I, I looked at her. I looked at the chicken. I didn't look back at the social worker at all. And and, and I immediately started to chow down. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, and as a kid, that's all I knew. And again, I didn't know it at this time, but I was using my mantra. If it's to be, it's up wow. to me. You know, I didn't cry. I don't, re I don't remember fighting the process. All I know is I made the best of what cards I was yeah. dealt with. And in 1976, it is uh, a light at the end of the <laughs> tunnel. In 1976, I came back home to my real family and that, you know, just sharing this with you guys, th this was an early dose of my mantra. That saying has kept me motivated me and created the man that you're listening to wow. today. I also teach that to my followers. If you want something bad, don't wait for someone to give it to you. Don't wait for a handout. Don't call on your mother, your sister, your brother, your uncle. You make it happen. You do the work to create your success. Now, one more addition to that mantra. Yes, if it's to be, it's up to me. But also know you need to be prepared in order to receive all your blessings. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. I can't take the credit for that. I heard uh, this wonderful speaker by the name of Les Brown speak those words. But still to this day, that gets me pumped up oh, yeah. every me time. Me too. I, hear I love when he says that. That's that's awesome. What an amazing story, Brian. Wow. I felt like I was right there with you. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I just had to share it. I wanted to make it personal so you can feel who I am. Why I am the person I am today. And I thank you for that, because that's what we want here, you know, for our guests to to really make us feel like, you know, we are going on this journey or we've been on the journey with you. So I appreciate that. Thank you so yeah. much. And thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, also, Brian, here at Success Talkers Radio, we are all about the story, as I just mentioned, and your journey. So I know that you ha you've already had quite an amazing journey, even as a child. That's awesome. But we want to focus first on a, a possible failure or maybe say a challenge in your life that maybe you just fell flat on your face or, you know, <laughs> flat on your back even, you know. And I want you to take us there. And again, remember, this is a story. And, and then share a lesson that you learned from that failure. Wow. You, you mentioned, you know, falling on the face or falling on the back. <laughs> and then, 
And and one thing that just popped into my mind is the great Willie Jolly when he says a setback is a setup for a comeback. Oh, yeah. you know, so I, I need to make sure everybody hears that right now. But, you know, I don't accept failure as a proper word to be referred in the dictionary. And as a matter of fact, I was speaking to an Army sergeant first class last week and he joked with me by saying he failed a spelling bee when he was young. And I, and I was like, well, sergeant. Uh, how did you fail a spelling bee? You know, because we was watching this Geico commercial. Did you know Pinocchio was a, a bad motivational speaker? You know, so, <laughs> you know, so Pinocchio's up there speaking, you have a lot of potential and his nose starts getting big, right? So I said, hey, anybody here ever did a spelling bee? So Sergeant First Class told me, he said, hey, look, the facilitator asked me to spell failure. And he said, I don't know how to spell failure. So guess what? He lost. In other words, failure was not part of his vocabulary. Failure was not a word that he accepted at that time. Mm -hmm. um, now, he didn't really do a spelling bee, but that was a joke that he carries on to let people know that if you want to be successful, keep success at the forefront. And then failure, just, you know, it's there, but don't take it to heart. Right. You know, it's a learning experience. So with that said, I consider what most people call failure as little life's appointments or life's little disappointments with lesson learned components. Let me repeat that. I want to make sure everybody gets that. I consider what most people call failure as life's little disappointments with lesson with a lesson learned component. That's good. Now, the best reflection I have for my disappointment in business was during a convention around 2006. Now, Iona, <laughs> I, I just created this workshop that addressed how the mental component of weight loss and fitness is a determining factor when it comes to creating the success you deserve. Yeah. You know, I was excited about this and I just knew it was going to help so many people. And as I prepare for this opportunity to, to aid in my teaching, I mean, these mm -hmm. tools that I created was in my mind, they, it was a, you know, a bombshell and, and, yeah. and, I was so excited. So I created a book and some two CDs to sell, uh, to between 3,000 to 5,000 people at the end of my presentation. This was a really big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, I shipped in boxes of product to Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay. I, I even hired a staff to be placed on site to handle face-to-face sales and merchant account transactions. Mm -hmm. uh, we even had early projections where we uh, saw us making between seventy-five dollars to $100,000 on that weekend. Um, and I, I knew we couldn't miss with those numbers. Everything was ready. I even called the merchant account and got my limits increased for that big weekend. Um, I even, before I left, I went to this car dealership and I saw this amazing looking Mercedes Benz. And, and I remember telling the salesman, when I get back, I'm going to pay cash for that. I knew, I knew what was about to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I get to Las Vegas, I'm at the Mandalay Bay, and immediately I was told that hey, there's going to be a meeting um, tomorrow, and I, you know, I need you to attend, you know, you and some of the other folks. So, you know, we go to the meeting, and um, the coordinator looked at me, and this is where my heart stopped when he started speaking. He told me that another speaker made a last-minute decision to speak, and as a result, my time slot was now going to become his. Oh, wow. I, you know... I couldn't compete with this guy. He was a world-renowned speaker, best-selling author. But talk about a deep sinking feeling in your gut. I'm sure. Oh my goodness! But there is a silver lining again, and I was, I was given an opportunity to have a table in the product store. So we didn't sell as many copies as I projected, but at least I broke even uh, against my price of the trip and the expenses occurred for creating the CDs and books. So basically, there was a lesson learned. You ready for it? Yes.
don't count your eggs before they hatch. <laughs> That's a good lesson. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a fascinating story. <laughs> I can only imagine how you know you must have felt when they delivered that news to you. But I'm glad that you were able to still see, you know, like you said, the light at the end of the tunnel and, and break even at least. And, you know, so, yeah, definitely. That's a great lesson learned, you know. But, it, you know, for, but when we talk about failure, you know, because you touched on this, you know, failure is not really failure, you know, because it's still it's all in a matter of perspective, mm -hmm. you know, how you look at it. But as entrepreneurs, we're going to experience those times that they have to happen. They have to got to right. expect got to right. be ready. So let's move forward, Brian, because I want to transition to the other end of the spectrum, which is what we call the aha moment. Because just like you've had lessons that you've learned, say from a failure, you've also had some amazing ideas. And I've heard so many of them already, you know, from you talking and uh, you know th that I'm sure has helped you to become successful today. So tell us one, Brian. And remember, this is a story. We want you to take us there with you and make us feel like we're right there. And then show us how you turn that aha moment into success. Well, well, thank you. And I, I have to go back to my early days as the fitness guy, you know, that mm -hmm. guy uh, and having my first sergeant recognize something in me by putting me up to the task of starting the fitness initiative team. You know, I didn't see myself starting a transformation project at the time. But once the initial 12 weeks came to an end of, you know, helping those people, the civilians, mm -hmm. the, the the Air Force uh, sergeants and airmen, you know, I knew my passion was discovered. Mm -hmm. I now needed to stop selling everything from, and you're going to laugh when I say this. You yes. ready? Selling everything from never run pantyhose <laughs> to waterless car wash products on the side. Mm -hmm. And and now it became, it became a point in my life where I needed to focus on what I was placed on this earth to do. Okay. So, aha. <laughs> I bet you didn't know I sold pantyhose back then. No, <laughs> I didn't have a clue. <laughs> You know, they were guaranteed not to run or your money back. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's basically called doing whatever it takes. Right. right so right. I am so glad fitness found me what it did. And so <laughs> and, and look, before anyone asks you or asks me, I didn't have to model those pantyhose guys. <laughs> I was so, wondering. <laughs> so I didn't have to model them, you know. So, OK, let's move on because I'm having too much fun right now. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That is hilarious. Okay, so, well, Brian, let's shift the focus for a minute because I want to shine a spotlight on you. Okay. Can you share with me what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? Well, the, the proudest moment is creating my first product. You know, a lot of times you, in business, you, you, you put things out there, do out, you might call them, or your, your dreams or your goals. And um, it's like, Having a, a child, it's like your baby being born or, you know, you say, OK, I'm going to do this. And when I created my first project, it was work. And that's kind of like you with, with the podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, it's work. You put all these things. You got to do probably 50 things to make it happen. Oh, yeah. But I tell you, when that thing is done, you, you, a tear roll down, it, it will roll down your eye. And you just it's uh, you just start praising and thanking and, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> because <laughs> you did it. You finished something. It's not where you start. It's mm -hmm. where you finish. So, you know, just being able to create a project, create a product and see it through uh, the, the, the finish, crossing the finish line. To me, that is that's worth being an entrepreneur. That's worth being in business. Right. Right. And I love that that you said that because you're right. You know, creating this pro this podcast was, 
Oh my God. It was a, it was an undertaking. It really was. And, but I'm so thankful and so grateful that, you know, I've been able to accomplish it. And, you know, like you said, it takes about 50 different things to make it all come together. And that's so true. You know, we, we sometimes can make things look like a duck gliding on water, you know, (laughs) but, uh, but if you look underneath the water, you'll see his, you know, his feet are just going a hundred miles an hour. That's right. I may make it look easy, but (laughs) it's not that easy. I promise you. So, yeah, but you do have to take time to be, you know, to be proud of your work. And so that's why I wanted to shine a spotlight on you, because as entrepreneurs, we don't always do that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, thank you for that. Yeah, you're very, very welcome. Well, Brian, we're going to move forward. And, you know, being an entrepreneur can sometimes be a roller coaster of emotions. You know, you can be up today. You can be down tomorrow or within the next 48 hours. You're just like, I'm ready to quit mm-hmm. this thing. That's you right. know? So. So what do you do, Brian? Tell us how you keep your focus and keep that end result in mind. You know, the the way that I, I stay focused is I make sure that I um, always put things in front of me that I need to do. Um, life gets busy. Life, life gets challenging. So you have to have organization. You have to have guidance. I like to put together uh, a things to do list daily. You know, I have to see it. If I don't see it, I'm telling you, most of it won't get done. All of it might not get done. Um, There's some books, and I know, you know, maybe we can talk about some of those books, but, you know, books uh, empower me. Um, I would like to read uh, a motivational book uh, at least once a week. You know, I'm not going to say every day because I get busy with so much stuff. Um, There's Mm -hmm. certain words. You don't have to read the whole book, but it may be a certain things in chapters that just gives you more aha Mm -hmm. moments or or creates uh, a story um, or a story was created that you resonate with that makes you want to get out and do the same thing or a similar thing. So that those two things, just the things to do list, along with having a uh, maybe one book a week that really motivates and gets you on the right track. That's good. That's a great tip. And I like how you said, you know, about how you actually read or necessarily have to, you know, read every single day, you know, but in chunks or just take certain parts out of that book, you know, that can give you that you know, aha moment, because I think I just had one when you Mm -hmm, said that. That's right. (laughs) Thank you. Duly noted. (laughs) Well, because I know that you are a success stalker, Brian. And you know what? Let me just say this real quick, because, you know, I have the privilege of knowing you uh, for the last five years and you have you were part of the original success stalkers uh, website that we had a few years ago. And uh, if you remember, do you remember that? I remember that. Yeah, yes, you were success stalker of the month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and I just want to say thank you for, you know, just sticking with with me throughout this time because, you know, it's been a journey and I just wanted to say thank you just publicly. Well, you know, because it means a lot. Well, it means a lot to me to watch what you do. You are changing lives. You remember early on uh in this show I mentioned agent of change? Mm-hmm. Well, that's you. You hold that title. You, you know, the baton is now passed to you. And, you know, I'm here for you. And I just I'm just so proud of you and just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate that, Brian. Well, again, I know because you are a success stalker. Can you tell us any new projects that you might be working on? Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, you know, we always have something we're cooking up. So anything you're excited about that you're doing? right I, now? I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about learning more about the power of the podcast. You know, I've watched you make a difference using this tool. And I believe in the saying, success leaves 
clues. So mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're going to put together the part a podcast that's going to help people in the fitness community. You know, we have some titles that we're going to announce once we get trademarked and copyrights because this is huge. It's big. You know, like I said early on, uh, I didn't want to just be a personal one-on-one trainer. I wanted to help as many people as possible. I mean, I want to take right. it international and uh, the yeah, podcast. The oh my goodness! And the podcast is definitely the way to do that. So look forward to hearing and seeing and and just watching uh, very. Uh, shortly, everything that I'm about to put together when it comes to podcasting. Again, success leaves clues. Now, another thing that I'm working on under the Fit Time Production label is two fitness books. Now, they're due out this year, uh, and, and I know everyone's going to love it because basically I'm all about educating and motivating mm-hmm. in both the podcast and the books. Do just that. Oh, I'm so excited to hear that you're starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. I am so excited about that because. I'm telling you, you could not be more right. Podcasting is so, in this day and time, I mean, even 2014 are saying that this is the year of the podcast. You know, mm. I don't know if you can remember a while back when, you know, not everybody had a website for their business. You remember that time, you know? I when, remember that. And, and that's why almost everybody who who's serious about a business, they have a website, you know, but now it's getting to a point now that they're, they're saying, they're predicting that in the future, very, very near future that if you don't have a podcast to go along with your business to help you promote and market your business, it's almost like you're not in business. Wow. And and that's huge because, you know, we live in such a technical, technological age now. And, you know, with all the things, you know, that's out there trying to get you to market to get more customers and, you know, reach more people. We just can't do it those old traditional ways anymore. Mm-hmm. And this is the new way, you know, you know, I've been able to reach so many people, you know, with this podcast. I mean, we, we have thousands upon thousands of listeners now and we're in 21 countries listening in just a matter of six weeks. So I'm really, really excited about that. And I hope that our listeners are really getting those numbers and listening to that because, you know, podcasting is huge and I'm so excited. I can't wait for you to get that off the ground and I will definitely be following you and, you know, can't wait to hear you on the radio. <laughs> Great. Thank you. And I'm, um, I am so excited about podcasting as well. That's a success tool. That's almost mandatory now for anyone who wants a uh, business. Oh success. yeah. If you're serious, most definitely, most definitely. Well, Brian, we have reached my favorite part of the interview, which is what we call the success round. So if you like to box and I know you're a fitness guy, so <laughs> <laughs> that's you like right. to box. That's right. You like to box? Yes, I do. All right, yes, well, I get do. Your gloves. Let's, let's box. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I want to do is I want to throw some questions at you, okay? Then I want you to come back at me with some knockout answers. Okay. Fair, fair enough? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, good deal. All right, so what was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? Hey, where's that bell? Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm, I'm coining a phrase right now for everyone that's listening. Now, I'm a dual career entrepreneur, right? So... What I mean by that is I started my business while still enlisted in the military. I didn't have to go full out business, didn't have any money. I was a dual career entrepreneur. And that with that in mind, I didn't have the stress of getting products released in order to feed my family or having the business reach a certain level before the landlord put a letter on my door. I, I'm pretty much that guy who goes to the pool. I don't know the temperature. It could be warm or bone chilling cold. Uh, instead of sitting in fear, I walk to the deep end and I jump right in. After I get in the pool and doggy paddle for a while, I discover that it's not that bad. So let's go have some fun. 
I'm not saying everyone should do, should uh, jump right into the deep end like I do with both feet, but sometimes it helps. <laughs> That's true. You're absolutely right. Well, Brian, what is the best business advice you've ever received? Wow, that's 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 amazing. A few years ago, uh, I was having a WKM. And for those of you who don't know what WKM is, that stands for wall kicking moments. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, I had the uh, opposite of the Midas touch. Everything I touched did not turn to gold. So <laughs> what happened to me next was called a pity party. Uh, this is not uncommon for entrepreneurs as we are harder on ourselves than anyone else. You you sit in the office, you start to question yourself, am I on the right path? Should I have done it a little different? Well, this is why it's important to have an accountability partner. Mine at this time was a millionaire mentor by the name of Susan Sly. Now, Susan told me this. She said, Brian, it's okay to have a pity party. It really is. But just remember these three words. Just don't stay. Mm -hmm. In other words, take time to reevaluate reevaluate what happened, why it happened, how to improve it while moving forward. And and I will never forget that principle. And it has served me greatly. I call that, Ayana, a true golden nugget. That is a golden nugget. And I am taking that one to the bank. I like <laughs> that. Because you're right. You know, we we are going to have those moments. And, and I agree with her. Yeah, I think it's OK to have to, to have a pity party, you know, for a moment. You know, and then just say, okay, I've done that. Now let me get up, dust myself off and start over and keep going, you know, and that's what we do. We constantly have those, you know, as entrepreneurs. But, you know, if you talk to every successful, whether it's a millionaire, billionaire uh, or top corporate executive, they all we've all had those moments. You you can't get away from them. You're going to have them. But it's how you you know what you do when you have. That's right. You know, so that's what really matters. So thank you for sharing. Never, ever quit. Exactly. Exactly. Well, can you share one of your daily personal habits, Brian, that you believe attributes to your success, something that you do on a daily basis? Well, visualization. You know, this is something that I learned long, a long time ago, back during high school track and field uh, as an 800 meter runner. So this is what I used to do. I used to sit in the cafeteria with some of my teammates and mm-hmm. visualize myself running so, uh, at certain times, at certain points at the track. Uh, let me explain further. I will see myself running the first quarter mile in about 56 seconds and running the next quarter in about a minute. And anyone who's ran track, you, you would know exactly what I'm doing, exactly what I mean when I talk about the first quarter mile, second quarter mile, because the 800 meter race is two laps around the, the track, mm-hmm. right? So as a result, my time will be pretty close to what I saw in advance. Now, when I take time to see the thing I want to accomplish before I begin it, it opens up the lanes for it to appear as reality. Now, the big events that I've done over the the last few years, whether it's putting on a fitness boot camp or speaking in front of large groups of people, I walk through what I was going to say or what moves I was going to accomplish. And as a result, it happens. Well, most of the time. But that's a great thing that I do as a personal habit that helps me remain successful. Okay, that's great. I love that. That's awesome. Well, do you have an internet resource or say a business tool, Brian, that you can share with our listeners, something you use? Oh, 
maybe oh, yes. to build your yes, business? Yes, yes. You know, we hear it all the time. You know, business-minded uh, folks now believe, they they use, they trust in social media. And, and basically, social media has been my friend for the last few years. I've created a following that has joined me during teleconferences. They buy my success tools. Facebook, of course, like I just mentioned, is my favorite. And I'm just getting into in- the Instagram craze and Twitter. But to keep track of what I need to do, you know, I talked about the thing to do list. I'm using an app on my phone called Evernote. And remember what I said, plan your work and make it plain. Plan your work. Mm -hmm. And and Evernote allows me to do that right on my phone. So wherever I'm at, I don't have to carry a big binder or a big book. The app is right on my phone. That's great. You know, I'm just discovering Evernote and several of my past guests have mentioned Evernote and just they rave over it. They absolutely love it. And and I'm I'm fall I'm quickly falling in love with it myself. Mm-hmm. I love so, it. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what book are can you recommend two books? Brian, to our listeners that can really help them? Well, you know, my favorite book, and you will always hear me talk about this. If you see me in person, I have this book with me. It's called The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. Now, here's a great quote from this book that I want to share as it stands out so much when it comes uh, to my business, and I believe it will resonate with you as well, Iona. And, And here it is. It reads, never in the history of the world has there been such an abundant opportunity as there is now for a person who was willing to serve before trying to collect. Again, this is from my favorite book, guys. This is from The Law of Success. You got to get that book. That is so powerful. And I hope that this uh, quote that I just read from that book resonates with you as well. Oh, my goodness. I love that. So that that's just the one book, right? That, that's one book. And real quick, there was another book, and it was not really all about the book. It was about the author. There's a story behind this. Uh, Dottie Walters wrote this book called Speak and Grow Rich. Dottie Walters, Speak and Grow Rich. Now, this book is a favorite of mine, not only because of the content, but because of that author, the wonderful Dottie Walters. And uh, there is a section in the book where Dottie said, if you need assistance, contact me. And she got the email address. Well, I sent the email letting her know I loved her book. And as a result of reading her material, I wanted to uh, be more than a fitness guy. She motivated me to do a little more. So I want to become a motivational speaker, a motivational fitness speaker, Dottie. Can you help me? So guess what? She sent me a message back with a phone number and we ended up talking for 30 minutes or more during our initial call. And uh, oh, my goodness. And about three more times we had 30 minute sessions for free. She didn't charge me anything. Oh, my goodness. This this is it. She was so excited that someone asked her for help from the book. Someone actually went to the book and said, hey, let me email you. This is who I am. You know, she. oh, my goodness. (laughs) She showed me the importance of sharing your passion with the world. Through the power of speaking. That's what a book does. And it was a wonderful experience. Yes, indeed. Uh, it really was. And, you know, when she passed on February 14th, sadly to say, 2007, mm-hmm. the president of yeah. Walter Speaking okay. Services sent me one final email from her company uh, of the new, giving me the news of her passing. But, you know, he left me with something that Napoleon Hill said to Dottie, and it reads this way uh, How does it, and this is okay. Napoleon speaking to Dottie, and Napoleon said, Dottie, how does it feel to have blown a handful of inspirational stardust to the world? Hmm. Dottie, how does it feel to have blown a handful of inspirational stardust to the world? Uh, Iona, that's called leaving a legacy. That's called leaving a legacy. That is so powerful. Oh, my goodness. You know, Brian, let's stay here for just a minute because Mm -hmm. I really, really like what you did, you know, by reaching out to her. And, you know, a lot of times I've talked to so many successful people that say, you know, 
they sometimes people won't approach me mm-hmm. because they think that I'm unapproachable or they're afraid to ask me for help when you know I would I'm willing I'm willing to to help if they would only ask and and that's the thing I think that you know this is key for our listeners to to take away this today that just because you see someone successful doesn't mean that they won't help you they at some point in their life they were where you are today mm-hmm, that's right and if you don't ask you won't get blessed you know, with their knowledge or with their experience. And, you know, I, I thank God every day that I, you know, ask my mentors for help. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that's so powerful that you you had enough courage to reach out to her, you know, when most people wouldn't do that. You know, so I, I, could, I applaud you. I commend you for that. That's great. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is great. And thank you for, you know, I love that whole, you know, Stardust, blowing Stardust on the world. That is awesome. I love it. <laughs> she, wow. She was amazing. She really was. Now I got to get that book. Yes. Well, my last question in the success round, Brian, is I want you to just relax for a moment and imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, mm-hmm. but you knew no one. You still have all of the experience and, and knowledge that you currently have today. Let's say your food is taken care of, your shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What will you do in the next seven days? Oh, that, that, that's a knockout. You know, I, I've, I've always said, put me in the middle of a desert and I'll make something happen. So with my food and shelter intact, I take it, well, I'm not going to be on the desert floor, so it's all good. So I think I can handle this. Right. So as I, as I think about it, I, I know the power of networking. Yeah, I'm on a, a place just like Earth, but it's a new world. So I'll network on the first day. Because it's important to let people know who you are and find out a little bit about them, right? Absolutely. I remember learning this back in the uh, early 90s, the concept of form, family, occupation, recreation, and motivation. So as I was meeting these people, I would keep that in mind and find out more about them. Family, occupation, recreation motivates them. Then I'll put something together that was cost effective for me to make or or even do. So with me being a fitness uh, guy, I would create an online fitness workout session or better yet, a live workout session in a park. I'm assuming they would have a park at this new world. You know, they, they would have to have some kind of grass or something. I'll make it a park. And they might say, what's a park? Well, this is a park right here. Mm-hmm. So the word was spread around about this new guy with all this energy who's helping us get in shape. You got to come see him. Come down and see this guy. He is, man, he's he's a piece. <laughs> <laughs> so before you know it, I'm impacting lives. I'm impacting lives in a brand new world. They need me. Mm-hmm. And, and quite frankly, as the new guy, I need them. It's a match made for winners. I love that answer. And I'm going to tell you why, Brian, because I ask that question to all of our guests. And I kid you not. All of your answers are, are not exactly the same, mm-hmm. but they're the same. They are the same. There's a reason why we ask that question. Because, you know, I want our listeners to really understand, you know, especially those who are either in business or thinking about starting a business is that you have to put yourself in front of people. Mm, We're right. in the people business and you have to network. And the only way for you to put yourself out there and for people to know what you're doing is you got to go out and be discovered. You know, you got to go introduce yourself. You got to join networking groups and just be out and about. And so that's why we, that's why we ask that question, because if you're on a brand new world, of course, it's like it's just like Earth. 
But if you no longer have your old business, but you still have all of your knowledge, you're starting over again. So that's what I want our listeners to see, you know, to understand what should I be doing as a brand new entrepreneur or as an entrepreneur who's trying to take my business to the next level. So thank you for answering that because that that was a great answer. Thank you. Well, Brian, hearing your journey today has certainly been inspiring. And and before we end, I would like for you to just do this. If you can, give our listeners one parting piece of advice and guidance and then share the best with you and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, great. Well, parting advice for me is face fear head on. Plan your work, then work your plan. Make sure you're doing something that you're truly passionate about and make sure it's not only about the money. It's about helping others. And one thing I want to pass on, I'm big on quotes, guys, so I want to pass this on today. And it's, again, uh, from my favorite book. You know what the title is, The Law of Success. So think about this. If you're successful, remember that somewhere, sometimes someone gave you a lift of an idea that started you in the right direction. Remember also that you are indebted to life until you help some less fortunate person just as you were helped. Love that. And how can they find you, Brian? They can find me uh, right now. I'm, I have a, a brand new Facebook page. I'm so excited about it. So it's facebook.com uh, with Brian. Uh, you can go there. Also, I have a Twitter, twitter.com befitwithbrian as well. Okay. And if you go on Instagram, uh, look for me under uh, the code getrightbody. Outstanding. Outstanding. And what about your, uh, your, your success system that if anyone wants to Will the information be there as well for them to, if they want to purchase? They could just make a comment to me. We're doing some uh, great reconstruction right now on all of our websites. We're putting together some great uh, information tools for you. But if they connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, I'll make sure that uh, we'll make arrangements to get these products. Or maybe on. email. I can put also put that on your show notes page as well. Yes. Well, yeah, you can put the email on the page and then they can reach me that way. Be fit with Brian at gmail.com now the b is not be it's just the letter b so be fit with with brian at gmail.com outstanding well brian i know our listeners have gotten some great takeaways and nuggets from you today i certainly certainly have and but they can also find the links to everything that we've been chatting about today at successstalkradio.com slash brian k bailey and it will all be there on your show notes page so all those things we discussed today your links your information on how to find you what will be there. So Brian, we just thank you for being generous with your time today and being so transparent. So we say thank you. It's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you. All right. And for everyone out there listening, thanks for tuning in. And until our next episode, keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more, From these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.